What's up? Hey, what's up? Welcome oh. back, everyone. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Happy New Year to you all. This is going to be our first episode of the new year. And so I had to have a great conversation with um, the nudist himself, the king of nude radio, Mr. Kenny Heflin. Hey, Kenny. Hey, happy New Year! My God, <laughs> how's twenty twenty how's twenty twenty three treating you thus far? Uh, well, I'm still in bed, just rolling around in and out of naps. You know, it's it's giving a regular morning so far. So we're gonna see later on. I'm making some gumbo. Yes, you you and this famous this infamous gumbo. I have to I have to make sure I get that. I got a bunch of things that's infamous. <laughs> yes, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your gumbo is just one of those things on that list. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm glad to have you here, y'all. I was texting Kenny just this morning because we are literally literally recording this on January first. So this is fresh new year for us. Mm-hmm. And I really was just like, I I really want to have a conversation just about, you know, the fuck niggas and, you know, the fuckery <laughs> that is that I am wanting to leave in 2022. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <clears throat> I personally just don't think I think I honestly don't think the new year actually starts in January. I think it kind of I feel like it starts, starts in March. I feel like it's like really? March. Why is yeah. that? Well, there are, you know, reports and stuff like, you know, that's when the, you know, the equinox and all that stuff really starts. Mm-hmm. I always feel like there's a lot of residual shit that happens in a year that trickles over for at least a couple of months before you can really, really start to get a new grasp on how you want to maneuver mm-hmm. for the year. <clears throat> I, because I think, I think people are human. You know, people... Yeah. I, you know, I kind of fall back into old habits because it's easy to do. And so I think that, you know, you really don't get a good footing into this is how you want to move or this is how you want to maneuver until like a couple of months within the year. So I always, for me, I always say my new year truly starts in March to show and that kind of determines if I'm going to kind of stay on track. Okay, yeah. And and I'm a big like researcher in all things astrology and astronomy and stuff so i'll do some research on that so i can have like a better grasp on it because um i feel like i've had i've heard people say that before it's like but they couldn't really pinpoint exactly like the dates and stuff but i'm mm-hmm. the and we gonna yeah that could be a new practice of mine too yeah, and I, you know, I, it's, I've had this conversation um, <clears throat> before with people, and they say that it really determines when you start to um, plan for your your new year to begin. You know, if you start planning in December thirtieth, December thirtieth, it makes sense that you still need a couple of months <laughs> to adjust. But if you start, you know. October, you know, the summer of the year, mm-hmm. knowing, you know, what you're going to do going into the new year. People can start fresh on the first, but I do think with astrology, I remember I remember reading, I really remember reading this. I just don't remember the exact date in March, mm-hmm. but it kind of makes sense because there is some universe universe shift that happens okay. within March. <clears throat> and just for me personally, I personally have always felt like that's when my year starts off. Um, I have, you know, the winter, you know, like the um, the winter months is like my seasonal depression and I still, you know, have that, you know, even in January. And so I think that, you know, once that passes, which normally happens around March, um, end of February, March, that's when I personally just start feeling like, you know, a, a, a new person. I feel that yeah, we gonna get the we gonna get the dates down and stuff, and like I say, they'll definitely be a part of my new practice. Because again, I've heard it from a couple folks. So, I mean, but you know, but here we are with January first, child. 
January first, and you know, you know, pe- the the fuckery, you know, is going to, you know, continue with some people. You know, people are, you know, so I really, I don't know, you know, we have we have all these New Year, New Me shit that you know people post. People love posting that. I used to, you know, when MySpace was a thing, you know, I, you know, was a my my status would change every year. New New Year, New Me. You know, New Year, New Me, um, 08, or whatever the fuck it was. Listen, so I... <laughs> and take that same shit and probably do damn worse in the damn New Year, child. Did worse. Like, mm-hmm. on January on January 1st was on some fuck shit. Mm. So, you know, I, I did want to... I think that there are some truths to the New Year, New Me, you know, the... Mm-hmm. You know, I feel I feel like some people, including myself, somehow can make changes in your life when they know that there is a um a date or there's some there's something that universe like everyone is doing mm-hmm. you know everybody's participating in this new beginning so this new beginning is something that can you know give me the push or the boost yes yeah, um same. but I, but i also know that <laughs> some people just say that and it's and then we just say it and then we never fall through or you know whatever because I clearly said you know that I was gonna you know leave some people leave a particular nigga alone you know going into twenty twenty one and oh, yeah. I fu- I fucked around and brought him in with me <laughs> the download one yeah oh, yeah. yeah and and he left my home around five thirty this morning. So See, and you said that you going to leave him alone because uh, we talked about this man like, uh, shit, what, a month or two ago? Mm-hmm. And you said that you was going to block him. I did block him. <laughs> I did block him. He he contacted me. He, he came through the back door. Lord he, he, he was blocked on everything, but he ended up, he cashed at me That's right. a dollar. <laughs> and you know on Cash App you can leave a message and his message said please unblock me my lord I'm like now I should have kept him blocked because it was only a dollar he could have had a couple of zeros behind that but I thought it was cute that he went that far to reach out to me and and I unblocked him and you know he left at 5.30 this morning so <laughs> what y'all doing you're very forgiving I am too forgiving. I mean, I'm a forgiving soul myself, but uh, but I mean, what? So this is the thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to be. I. I am a forgiving person, but I'm also a very sexual being, mm-hmm. and it, it's really difficult out here to find someone that you are sexually compatible with mm-hmm. that that isn't with the fuckery. Um, unless you're going, unless you're in a relationship with them, like you know, if it's not a relationship and it's just a you know friends with benefits, I I I try not to give everyone this ass. I mm-hmm. like to keep the people who I fuck with sexually in a very small circle. Paul, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why I didn't put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Let me do that right now. I text her, say I'll call you right back. It's my sister. Um, yeah, so I I because I want to keep my circle small with whom I am sexually encountered with, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I have to put up with some of the bullshit that they do because I don't feel like going out searching for starting over and finding somebody else that I'm sexually mm-hmm. compatible with. Like, I don't know. So it's really so sometimes when I be forgiving these niggas, it's really because I'm horny. I want to fuck. I know it's. Um, I know that, you know, the sex is going to be good. I know that we're going to please each other. It's going to be amazing. And then, you know, they're going to go about their business. Getting to that level of 
uh, being so comfortable with someone else is going to take time for me. Mm-hmm. And when I'm horny, I don't have time to really start looking for new people to put in the roster. Yeah, and it's just like you don't really know if they're going to provide what you need at that current moment. And it's like, well, you know, this nigga may be oh fuck ass nigga and stuff like that, but that nigga can fuck. I mean... <laughs> right. It's like, and that's all that he's for and probably not someone that you want to build anything with, someone that Correct. you can't even build something with, depending on the circumstances, just based on their lifestyle, right? Um, so it's just like it's an understanding mutually that there's some things that people are able to provide, you know, what they're good for. That sounds bad, but I mean it's just a tough way of life uh, with this. And we're all like that to certain people, you know. It's it's very humbling to um, kind of just figure out, like, you know what? Actually, some people are good for one thing. And it's like, I can also very well be that to someone else, you know, because we be thinking that we just this, that, and the third, which we are, but you know, sometimes we, we may not be people's types for everything. Right. But for something, we we can fit that. Yeah. And then when, when you know that you're with a person and you are only, this is the only thing that we're compatible with. Like, we only, like, when it comes to fucking top notch, top tier, when it comes to anything else, we are just not compatible. And if I'm in a space where I feel like, okay, we're not, you know, I'm not in a relationship, I'm not dating anybody else, and you're available, I'm available, let's fuck. And I, yeah. and I, and I hate, I mean, and I know that that's kind of crazy to say, like you said, but I just find like, I just, I don't, I, I, I I'm at a point in my life where the, I don't, it has to be some type of passion for mm-hmm. me to be somewhat like um somewhat intimate like i'll you know if we if you cute whatever you got a big dick i'll suck your dick all day long but as far as when it comes to like you know pen, <laughs> pen, penetrative sex <laughs> i can't stand you <laughs> it has to be some type of compatibility there and some history um so that's where that is. And so I think that that's why it's really hard for me to do the whole new new year, new me, fuck these niggas, I ain't taking... No, I'm, I'm sorry. Some of them coming with me in 2023. Some of them are coming right along with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I hate that. It's like, I want to be able to get past that where I'm not, you know, relying, you know, on these fuck niggas for some for some use, but I feel like it's okay. They use me, why can't I feel like I'm using them? Yeah, and, and like I said, like that's the thing. We, like I've talked about on my show plenty of times, like we are all individually amazing in our own respects. And that's great and all, but a lot of times we just think that, we just think so high of ourselves, which we should. And it's, also partner with some sense of entitlement you know Mm -hmm. some sense of superiority and it's like a lot of times we have to humble ourselves and think about the fact that just like you can think about you know these five niggas that you've been fucking on since 2024 like like just because you got these five niggas and you know like i don't uh, want to be with them romantically because one of them is married. I right. want to be with one of them because uh, they got a badass attitude. One of them don't got a job. One of them is, I don't know, like mm-hmm. issues and stuff. But they're nice people and they provide comfort in certain ways. Right. You know, um, it's and, and that's okay. Like, that's cool to compartmentalize some people i mean people need to have compartments just in general even with our friendships like all of our friends aren't good at the same things yes they all provide certain things for certain times so it's like why am i not why am i absolved of that like no like i'm pretty sure i'm somebody's sexual pleasure and i may not be somebody's type romantically 
for whatever reasons, but I can provide something um, sexual and passionate and all that stuff or whatever. That's cool. And I think that we all just need to probably just uh, come down to to level one and just. Um, but do you feel? How do you feel if someone actually tells you that? Like said, like says that to you? Because I think it's different from <laughs> from thinking like that. I'm this is all I'm good for. You know, this is all they really want me for. <laughs> but to actually hear them t- tell you that. Mm-hmm. How, like I feel like that kind of hits a little different. Like you could assume all day long that this person only wants you to fuck and you mm-hmm. know whatever. But if they like really just outright tell you like you know, not I mean you know Kenny cool, but Kenny I mean you cool, but you know I I, I just want I just want the dick. Like yeah, like I've had that like I've had that before, and like I say like it. I don't know. Like the only time I would say this, the only time and when it did happen. Um, when it hits now again it hits harder depending on the person mm. because if it's somebody that you know say for example I'm just throwing out a hypothetical mm-hmm. say for example if I'm verse right and <laughs> and I hit you up you know say for example you a top and you have no mm. intention of ever bottoming and your that's your hard line. That's the that's that's it, right? Right. I know for sure. Oh, and let's throw in the fact that you know you're a monogamous, and I'm an open relationship type of guy, mm. right? So I know that I fuck with you. I know that when I need some dick, I know that you're gonna provide me that dick. You're gonna fuck me up real good. Can I build? Like. I can't build a relationship with you because I know that you don't want to ever bottom. Right. So you're not going to be able to fulfill me sexually. And then also you're a monogamous and I'm somebody who practice open relationships and polyamory. Yeah. So, but that doesn't take away the fact that, Hey, like I can still fuck with you on some sexual shit, you know, whenever I want some dick. So I think I've, I've had that before and then but it, it does hit a little harder when it is somebody that you are actually interested in yep sexually and physically and emotionally and you're kind of like um I wonder what if with this person like what if like you actually kind of like that person that does hit differently when they do hit you with the you know you cool and all like I fuck with you but you know dot 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 <laughs> right yeah. And I, and I think and I think the problem that happens with that is that you we still enter those situations with that understanding thinking that you know there's something about me that's going to make this a, a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Like I am I'm the person that's going to make them finally become averse. I'm the person you know, they're going to, and they, they like me so much, they're going to finally say, okay, let me, you know, try to be in a verse. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm going to, you know, I really like them. So, you know, they're going to now not, no, no longer be monogamous. And I think, you know, right. I've, done, I've done it before where I've entered relationships knowing damn well that this guy is unavailable emotionally for me. But let me show up emotionally for them and maybe they'll say, okay. I see how they're showing up for me. Let me pour into them. No, they're just gonna keep taking, taking, taking. And I knew going into that that that's what they were, but I still thought I was different. And that's how we get screwed all every single time. That yeah, that is literally how we get screwed every single time. And like I say, it's a practice that we all have to put in at least put in the effort to like I'm the king of checking myself like throughout the day because we're human like we're not perfect we're gonna have those moments of entitlement we're gonna have those moments of of some sense of territorial or jealousy Mm -hmm. possession and and you know uh those moments you know where again we can think that oh yeah I'm again this great awesome person which we are, but that's not going to change an individual. That's not going to will that person to be what you actually want when you want it, because they're going to have to change on, on uh, you know, for themselves and on their own time. Exactly. Um, you know, so that's something that, again, 
it it takes practice and it takes uh and with practice is actually when you're actually in that in that position to use the practice but you have to check yourself you got to check yourself i agree and we don't we don't check ourselves enough we most don't, don't. Yeah, most we don't mm-hmm. i i think i just within the last year or two started really doing you know my my own check-ins um because just the other day i i linked back up with my ex and we haven't seen each other in two years we broke up at december of 2020 mm-hmm. and we didn't date that long we we started talking like march of 2020 but we've known each other for a very long time we've known each other for um uh, 10 years plus and but that was the first time we interacted with each other and so i thought it was quite interesting because when i i i missed him i missed him like candy he is mm-hmm. probably for me probably the sexiest man i've ever dated um for me like i just love a chocolate man with pretty teeth there is something about a Ooh. chocolate ass man with pretty teeth don't make me horny <laughs> My Pretty God. teeth, nice, full lips, Ooh. beautiful skin. Um, like he's a barber, so you already know he he looks. Mm-hmm. You know he looks nice. He's also a boxer, so he has a nice body, a nice build. Like, Ooh. and he's also a Scorpio. Our days are our birthdays are a day apart. I'm wet. So, <laughs> and it, he. He, for the longest, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but if you've ever had, like, amazing sex with someone and you started going going forward, you not kind of judge other people based off of that person and that sex, but you just did not want to, want to accept mediocre sex anymore because of something that you've experienced before with the, with the person. I think... Hmm. I've never had that before because, oh, well, I mean, we've, look, we've had multiple conversations on your mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. show. You know, um, I'd be busy. <laughs> I'd be, you know. And I think it's also, and I think it's different for a bottom. I think it's different it's for a different. bottom. It's, it's so different because the dynamics is so different. If I was mm-hmm. a bottom or even a verse, like, I feel like, I get why some bottoms are very protective of their space being that they're aka their hole. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like I get it. I totally get it. Um cuz I mean like that's a sacred space like you're getting fucked. Like that's the most vulnerable mm-hmm. shit that I can really think of like getting penetrated. So I could get like how you can be very choosy and selective and sacred with that piece of your body versus you know sticking your dick and fucking niggas like it's so different <laughs> like oh god that, now that's another topic that's, <laughs> that's another topic right there that we need to touch on but yeah um the dynamics are so different but i see what you're saying though yeah like like, like <laughs> I said, so we can use it like you know for you know getting your dick sucked you know you've had you know you you probably can name those who have like sucked the fuck out of your dick and then you can say "Mm, you know they were okay you know and so i think yeah you know so you know we can look at it from that way that perspective but when i first had sex with him i was like what the fuck is this like this is crazy Mm -hmm. and it was never a there was never a time where our sex was not good Mm -hmm. and it just kept getting better and better and so that's something i really missed not being with him for two years, mm-hmm. especially because within that eight month time frame, we 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 damn near had sex at least two or three times a week um, for That's eight months fun. during because it was like the pandemic. So it's like you you know it was the pandemic. So it's like you only go you 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 trying to be really really you know safe with careful who you, careful with who you fucking. And yeah. so we were just like okay, it's just us. And <laughs> you know he did some fuck shit you know, and I just you know had to leave him alone. But mm-hmm. I, I I miss that dick. I ain't gonna hold you. I, and every and after me and him stopped talking, when it came to having penetrative sex, I was 
I, I didn't I didn't do it with so many people, you know, and and with in the in the those I did, I was like, mm, yeah, but you ain't you ain't this nigga, and so we finally linked back up a couple of days ago after talking about you know connect reconnecting, you know, and I told him I said I, I just want to fuck, like I really miss your dick, <laughs> like. You're not, I know I can't be in a relationship with you. Well, I don't know. That's, that's a possibility. But I, he came over and he gonna sit down and tell some. where's the remote for the TV? I said, what you turning the TV on for? And, you know, we, we, we went to work and Kenny, it was, it was amazing. It, it was absolutely amazing. Like passionate sex with someone that you dated and y'all both know that y'all sex is good and just the shit talking that y'all do while y'all having sex because y'all both know that this shit is good. It's like nobody is trying to fake and and one up on the other during sex. Like it's like y'all both are being very vulnerable in that moment of acknowledging that this is some good shit. That is some top that is some top tier love making. That sounds hot as fuck. Like, cause you know, pe- you know, people like to like act like they they're not vulnerable in sex, or they don't want you to know that they really enjoying it as much as they are. They may give you a little, but they don't want you to know that they really are fucking with this right now. And mm-hmm. we don't we don't do that with each other. And since it's been two years, we definitely like it was like a goddamn this you know I miss this, and that's mm-hmm. what we were doing in the moment, and it was good as fuck and. You know, it was it 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 was good as fuck. I'll just say that. And but what's interesting with him, and I brought him up because, again, didn't think that he was gonna be coming into twenty twenty three with me. Mm-hmm. But it was very interesting having conversations with him because he has he has become more open with his sexuality because he was really not mm-hmm. identifying as anything. He didn't know what he was. He was like, you know, I just. I like you, yada yada, but he started to interact with other other guys and he started, you know, having you know sex or whatever with other men since we've stopped talking. And so I think now he's put more things into perspective in how he wants to show up and identify. And so now he's identifying as bisexual. And you know, he was in a relationship with the guy, and I was just like, whoa, like I don't know. So uh, he is someone who I am more than welcome to bring mm-hmm. into 2023 with me. I don't know at what capacity it's going to be yet. As of right now, we we had a you know we fucked yada yada. It was great. Mm-hmm. We we have a lot in common, but I'm very skeptical with being in a relationship with a Scorpio again. <laughs> it's we don't listen to each Scorpios don't like to listen. We don't like to listen. We like to have the last word. And dating someone else who likes to have the last word means that nothing is getting resolved. Wow. So I don't know. But that's, I brought him up just to say that that's somebody else I'm bringing into the new year. Mm. I, I did have a couple questions for you. For sure. But before we do into that, so I did do some research. March, March 25th, used, March 25th was once upon a time the new year. Got you. So March, March used to be the first month of the year um, in the early Roman calendar. Um, there used to be only 10 months. And then um, it was during the vernal equinox. Uh, March 25th was the start of the new year. And yeah, so I think that, you know, you know, of course, you know, we've evolved as as you know the world has evolved but i still mm-hmm. think there's an essence of some truth to that still feeling like the start of the year just because out of the history of my personal life mm-hmm. and how things have gone in my life it always seems like march just everything just starts really aligning with um okay. how i envision um, things to go in a year starting in march so March twenty fifth. Well, yeah, like I say, like let's let's throw that in our own in our own practice, and mm-hmm. even for like the listeners and everybody, like y'all, you know, do y'all own research and stuff and figure out if that aligns with um, just like a second coming to just you know pick up where you probably didn't clean up all the spots. Yeah, with January first. So yeah, I'll I'll throw that into my practice shit. Yeah, it's just like giving giving yourself some grace, you know. Yeah, give yourself some grace. 
Yeah. So, Kimmy, what are some fuckery things from these <laughs> niggas that you just do not want to follow you into 2023? Because I saw your story and it seemed like something somebody already tried you this year. Which story? I could have sworn I saw something on your Instagram story where either someone tried you last <laughs> night or you had to side eye somebody. And I just like was was somebody really trying trying to try you already? And we're bare, we're not even twenty four hours into the new year. Well, people, this it was this one dude. So I think what you're talking about it it was this uh, dude. He looked like Issa Rae. And, um, <laughs> no, and I say that with all respect. Like he's a very attractive guy but he looks like Issa Rae like he looks like the male version like if Issa Rae was a dude that would be what she would look like he looks like Issa Rae but uh we've talked back in the past I think we like met through Jacked or something or I think no actually was Tinder uh I think back in 2017 but he was crazy like he started he was he was coming on real hard and saying a lot of crazy ass shit and i left him alone very early on mm. and then years later uh we saw each other um you know throughout like the scene and everything like that because for people who don't know like the la black gay scene is very it's, it's very large but at the same time it's very small mm. so you run into familiar faces pretty often depending on the spaces that we navigate mm-hmm. and i would see him throughout you know the years and stuff like that or whatever but never gave it too much because again we didn't get too far into it back in 2017 i saw that he was a little cuckoo for cocoa pops and i left him alone like we didn't dive into sh- anything but i saw him out last night with one of my friends and he was amongst our group and everything like that. But, you know, he started talking to me and stuff and like, oh, yeah, you look familiar, didn't I? But as the liquor started kicking in and stuff and he was, I forgot how we even got on it, but he was calling me sexy. I said, okay, you sexy too. And then he started feeling on my titty and he was like, oh, you got, <laughs> he said, oh, you got that thing on you. You know, you got like your body is, is thanging. I, that's what he said and so I'm like oh thank you you know and then he like rubbed his hands down uh, my booty cheek and I said what <laughs> what's going on boundaries I mean you know I'm like oh shit cause from what I remember and I don't maybe we didn't get I don't think we got mm. too deep into it I know where this is going as far as like what positions people were and everything like that um, so I I forgot what we're talking about, but basically, long story short, he said that he was, <laughs> um, he said that he wasn't the bottom. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so you're verse, and he like, why would you uh, say that? I'm like, because if you were top, you would say that you were top. <laughs> Only a verse would say, oh, I'm not a bottom. Uh, <laughs> so Ooh, I, I guess said, that, I almost said somebody's name. I guess that rubbed him the, the wrong way because I'm like, if you was a top, you would have said, I'm I'm a top. <laughs> Period. 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 But to say, oh, yeah, I'm not a bottom. Bitch, so you bottom. No. Why would you think that? Bitch, because only verses would say that. Like, that whole, we not playing. Stop playing with me. And that's why I don't want to take into 2023 I'm calling, I mean, I've always called niggas out. I've always called sh- bullshit out since I've yes, been Yes, you have. But I'm not, I'm not being as gracious as I was before. And that's also me just settling into my 30s. And Lita, go, go, go. Get out my fucking face. Like, go with that bullshit. We're not playing any mind games. We're not doing a mind game thing. I'm calling you out right then and there. I'm leaving you where I left you right there. Like, so could you be specific? What is it specifically that you are leaving in 2022 with these niggas when it comes to that 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 part? We're not playing any mind games. I'm not giving. I'm not giving 
second chances and certain mm-hmm. pri- and second privileges. I'll say that I'm not giving second privileges, right? There are so many times where me as a naturally optimistic person, but not naive, but naturally optimistic, where I've given second privileges to people. Am I forgiving? Yes, I am. But can I not fuck with you in a certain capacity like I had intended on because you did some fuck shit? Or you own that bullshit? Eh. Yeah, no, you're not getting second privileges. Nope. I'm leaving you where I left you. Point blank, period. That's why I'm leaving in 2022. <laughs> period. I know something that you also... um I know you want to leave in 2022. I don't know if this is ever going to change, but mm-hmm. people are really, people really think just because you are, you know, um, have a fat ass <laughs> that you are a verse or a bottom. <laughs> I, I'm trying, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of your aesthetic, because you are, very comfortable in who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not this uber super masculine um um a uh, man, mm-hmm. but you still exude masculinity to me. Um, <laughs> but I don't know what it. But people really just think that you are backing that ass up on somebody, um, and or they think that they could be the ones to make you back that ass up, um, on them. <laughs> now I'm not saying you ain't gonna back that ass up, but you just ain't backing it up on no dick, and. Yeah. I mean, people, it seems like this is a, a frequent thing that happens with you with people. So is that something that, like, is, like, how, like, so is that something you want to leave? But I don't know if it's realistic, if you can be realistic or leaving that, because I feel like people are still going to try you when it comes to this. Well, I feel like in my experience with that, um, so just, like, with the masculinity and femininity thing and stuff like that, like, I... Inter- like I literally go in and out of different things for different occasions. Like I am a gay man, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, you know, yeah, I'm not, and I don't, I never make myself out to be like this, like super masculine man, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'll do this. And I don't do that. No. Like I like to shake my ass. Like, do I like to get fucked? No, I don't. But do I have a fat ass booty? Yes, I do. And I know how to move it. I love shaking my ass. Um, I love having certain materials that, like, I like how they drape. I mean, it's I can't really hide it. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I wear a loose shirt or whatever. Like, it's going to fit over the curvature of my booty cheeks. And pants, the pants going to wrap around my damn ass. And that is what it is. And now you tried it with them shorts that you had on the other day. You I really mean, tried but, those, it. but the thing is, like, those are just shorts. Like, it's anything is gonna fit like that. You know, you gonna see the ass. You gonna see. Oh, he he packing something back there. Like that's just that's been me my whole life or whatever. But as far as with guys thinking that they could fuck me and stuff like that, I mean, see, people usually don't do that. Uh, they usually don't, but there has been certain situations, certain people, the versatile uh, villains, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, they, they, okay, they are usually toxic individuals that don't know boundaries. <laughs> Okay, they don't know what respecting of boundaries means. So those are the ones. And we're talking about a very small percentage because like I say, this does not happen often. But for the actual verse people and not the bottoms to say they verse because they don't like saying the bottoms. And we know them and we know the tops that be up there actually verse too. But they be talking about their tops. It's like, no, nah, bitch, you, you're first. Um, we're talking about those those people who are actually versed and the ones who don't respect boundaries because there are some that do but whenever that does happen like they do try to poke you and it's like my nigga like you knew exactly what the what the what the damn the the deal that we had made 
you know why you hit me up. You wanted some dick. Don't get the dick and then start trying to slap on my ass or don't say that you want to do oral stuff like that. And then you up there trying to stick your dick in me. Like, what What are you doing? Now you got to go. And now I'm not contacting you ever again. Right. Because you didn't respect my boundary. So it's those people. That's the only time. But any other person, like, bottoms know what, what it gives. They 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 give it up. Um, <laughs> and then the tops, they don't even fuck with me like like that. Like, they don't say, like, oh, yeah, I can fuck. But it's, it's the verse. The, those motherfuckers mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's i think it's interesting even the guy that you just um mentioned like how he you know like just casually wanted to rub on rub your ass like that it's like so, so do you think that so so since he still didn't give you a clear answer do you think that he's verse or if- well i mean he said that he was a top because okay. because i had to get it i had to dig it out of him but that nigga verse um Period. But yeah, I don't care. Like, if I fuck with you, if I know you like that, if I'm attracted to you, I don't mind you rubbing on my on my booty cheek, you know, whatever like that. But yeah, I don't like unwarranted touches, right? By strangers or people that I don't feel comfortable with in that in that light. Like, you can't just touch me like that. Um. So with this dude, like I say, I don't know him like that, and. I just, I don't know, like, I wasn't offended that he grabbed my ass and stuff like that, but I just was like, okay, here we go with, with them games. Like, you're not giving a clear answer. It's very black and white. Don't make it so complicated. Would you have been okay if it if it was a, a person that you know is a bottom grabs your ass? Oh, yeah, I don't care about that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, like I say, like, if we fuck with each other, like, I mean, shit, I posted a video yesterday and, like, one of my infamous uh long-standing bottoms which is i mean he's always complimented like how big my ass is and i mean he just kept talking about i'm like damn bitch you want to eat it the fuck he said hey. no i'm like okay well you keep talking about it sir Shit. hey but- nothing wrong with listen bottoms this is what i need y'all to go into 2023 doing <laughs> bottoms my fellow bottoms it is okay to eat the ass <laughs> It is really okay. It it's it's an amazing. It, it, I love it. When I tell you I love it, y'all need to start eating ass. I'm telling you, bottoms when you eat your tops ass. <laughs> I kid you not. It it kind of makes the rest of the sex better because they they've the the especially the tough ones. Mm-hmm. It, it it makes them a little bit more vulnerable. And when you see that how vulnerable they are once you eat their ass. It it I don't know. It's like the sex is just so much better. I think it comes, and I think the bottoms who get it get it, and the bottoms who don't like those are just the ones that I mean. Because granted, there are people for bottoms at least like within that community, like they don't like ass in that type of way and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Yeah, but then also you got to remember. It's a lot of toxic masculinity within yes. opses as well. Who may I mean, granted, it's some people that it's some tops that don't that genuinely don't like that, right? But then it's some that they don't like it or they don't want it done for some again problematic reason. Being that oh, you, you gonna look at n- nigga, shut up, like bench your ass over and let your bottom eat your ass if the bottom wants if period wants to like. I should, if my bottom want to eat my ass, by all means, do it. But I, yeah, I don't genuinely run across a lot of bottoms that eat ass. I and it's it's a little toxic masculinity from both sides. Like even the it bottoms is. that don't do it, they feel like that's a sign of you know uh, they're not they're no longer a top for some reason because they get their ass ate. Like what, girl? Yeah, yeah, that's something that we need to leave in twenty twenty two. We have to leave that in twenty twenty two. Bottoms, eat that ass. Tops, bend over. You know, especially if, if as long as you clean. If you clean, get your ass ate. Please, ooh, mm, that just made me think about something that I'm that I just newly discovered that I like. Mm. What? <laughs> what is that? So I've discovered that I'm into scent and oh. 
Yeah, I've I've graduated a little bit into like the whole that man scent, you know. Yes. Yeah, I see I see what is given, you know, like I had my face set on a couple times this year and it's like had a booty clean, like clean out, do all the things, shower, please, okay? But go out with your friend real quick. Like go, you know, run an errand. Mm-hmm. You know, go go have a drink mm-hmm. and then come over here. Like give me like a good little two hour, two hour, maybe three hour out clean booty. And it's sit on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it <laughs> See my nipples getting hard already. Yes, it's something about that that um, that sit on your nose and your upper lip, and I just be sitting mm-hmm. on my couch like, oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> and then like when you got that dick going all up in your mouth, and then like that gooch smell and that ball like all up the it's that whole area mm-hmm. that's again clean, but then got a little seasoning with with your moisture with your own chemistry and with a little yes. T- baby it's 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 just it's 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 just like if you are (laughs) about to cook some meat your meat the meat the the chicken steak whatever it's better once it has been marinated in whatever seasons it is like you a look like you cleaned it and all those good things but when you let that meat marinate for a couple of hours before you start cooking it Mm. It's it's better. So I feel I feel you. I feel Ooh. you, friend. I feel you. Oh yes, I, I I'm a scent guy. Yes, I love that. So we're bringing we're bringing we're gonna we're gonna bring that more into 2020, 2023. Yes, fine niggas and bitches. So are you like? Would you take somebody like you know, you know, take a shower like- a couple of hours before you come over or something? Like, are you gonna do that? I feel like I might have to be that dude because I <laughs> I need. I, ooh, I want that scent. <laughs> I have because I mean I'm I'm gonna enjoy if you got a pretty hole and, a, and just the whole situation is given. Yes, that's gonna always go up, right? But since I've had that scent, baby, like I've been disappointed when niggas have left, you know, afterwards because I'm like I can't smell my upper lip. I need that scent, and I, I need that scent. Like I, I don't want to become like I don't want to make it weird mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like, you know, I don't know. Like I, I'm gonna have to figure out how to how to deliver this to dudes before they come over because, ooh, yeah, I've I've I see what is given, and and I'm I'm in. Count me into the club. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm about to. I, I have. I've named this podcast now. I, I have an episode for this podcast. The name of this podcast episode is going to be "He Wants That Scent in 2023." I do. <laughs> Period. We want the scent. Yes, I love that. Let, I love that for you. Yes, let some of your body chemistry go ahead and moisten up those parts, mm-hmm. and come over and sit on my face. This disrespectfully mm. I love that for you <laughs> my my editor gonna be like what am I listening to that's okay okay they know what it gives what else are we wanting to leave in 2022 I, when it comes to these fuck niggas well when it comes to people in general but definitely these niggas well something that I've learned and what I've talked about on my show uh, within like the last couple uh, episodes at least is really not so much about them. It's really about me. Okay. And what I'm leaving based on like certain practices that have not provided me comfort. Okay. And that is paying attention to your intuition. Like, I have to trust my intuition at all costs. Yes. Yes. Like, it's a me, like, it's not so much about them. It's a me thing. Yes. So that's a new practice that I'm taking into, but also leaving behind is I'm very, very scarily intuitive, like damn near psychic. 
and with the optimism kind of fucks up and I've, I've seen in in a couple relationships that I had last year that that optimism and that intuition be beating each other ass and it makes it very confusing so when it comes to like decision making on how you're going to deal with the person and what capacity and we kind of think like oh well maybe you know with time they'll be better maybe this will be better no whenever it happens whatever that red flag comes up and that's a big red flag for you pay attention to it that's most likely a deal breaker for you on top of just being a red flag and of course it's great to communicate that to the person but if it does not change um within a certain amount of time if it's done again you need to go ahead and and disengage because i feel like i would i literally would have saved myself a lot in past relationships, but then also within this, these last couple relationships with last year, for example, I would have saved myself time and I would have saved them time. And uh, just, yes, me, that's a me. It's literally a me thing. Yes. Yeah. And, and tell, and, and for your people to, to listen to and what I've told uh, my listeners, like that anxiety that you feel, that's your intuition. It's not anxiety. You're. It's not. Oh, I'm overthinking. You're getting anxious because the thing is, you're getting anxious because your intuition is picking up on something that's not going to fare well for you. Yes, and you need to pay attention to that. Don't don't put that to the side and be like, oh shit, am I overthinking? I think I'm. No, listen to that. That's your gut. Act quickly. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yes, that's like, that's what I'm leaving behind. So it's an internal thing. Like I said, I check myself often throughout the entire damn day. <laughs> so, yeah. Until I become perfected. Yeah, so until I become perfect in it, that's going to be something that I have to consciously make effort to put in motion. Trusting that intuition. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because that is something that I really need to do, um, you know, period. Like I, I need to really do that. I also want to lean more into my superpowers um, This going forward. Um, I've been told multiple times by so many people that I have a, you know, a, a gift of, of, um, of people feeling safe to be open and vulnerable with me. Mm-hmm. And that that is considered a superpower. Um, to That um, there's something about me that offers people some sense of safety where they just pour out and just be open. And, and I'm a very vulnerable person myself. Like I'm a very open book. So mm-hmm. I want to lean more into that and not... And, you know, ignore the people who think that, you know, that's a a weakness or that means or whatever that they say. I love, I love vulnerability. Like, I love it. And Mm -hmm. I want to lean more into it and tap into that as um, a superpower and see how that, how I can use that to, you know, do whatever, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I want to lean more into that. But the intuition, I definitely, I definitely need to lean into that more because the way you described it as that's anxiety um it's it's really it's it's something else and it's definitely mm-hmm. your my intuition and i have to lean into that more you know the um the second guessing or the benefit of, of the doubt that i give yep. people knowing that my my gut already told me don't fuck with this person or this is not a good situation yep. it's like you feel it already but you you know you 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 don't know what that is or you, you claim you don't know what that is you say well maybe that's just me thinking too hard or me being negative let me stop being negative and just yep. no that's not you being negative that's really <laughs> that's your intuition saying no bitch go left don't go right yeah something about that person or or that scenario you know that like whatever it could be that 
is pointing you to something that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say like I tell my I tell my new this all the time, like always communicate. It doesn't matter if you're at work, it doesn't matter if you're dealing with platonic friends, family, romantic partners, always communicate your concerns. Yes. And with that communication, obviously give some time and grace for that to see like to kind of see like if it comes up again and if it does then at that point that's when you have to you got to decide how you choose to really deal with that person or that circumstance and i mean it's it's so crucial and and but i mean like i totally feel you with just like you and your vulnerability and stuff because I'm the same way. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I started my show is because I felt like my whole life I've had people, strangers, come up to me and just tell me just the most vulnerable, transparent shit. I mean, I've had so many people crown my shoulders, strangers. Right. Trans family members, like so many people are so comfortable with me and i used to always think like what the hell is it so that's why i had to start my show whatever and like lean into it yes yes so it is a superpower and that's and that's a beautiful thing you know and i think really something for you is really see like exactly how you lend that out Mm -hmm. because it's a superpower for sure so i guess like you know you'll have time to really think about like how do you use it? How do you will that superpower, you know, to benefit you and other people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that. I'm like, I'm, we're going to I'm, talk about that more. Like, how do you really use it and lean into your superpower? Yeah, like, how is it going to pay off for you and for other people and then shit? how do you profit off of it? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> these things, they come natural. It's a lot of things that come natural to us. And like, we both share that. It, it looks to be that we both share that. So how can we benefit us and other people? And how can we actually make a profit from it? Because that's a service. <laughs> it is. And you know, like, I, I remember... I remember you posted, it was a repost, but you posted this a few weeks ago. Um, you know, um, like, I'm, I know I'm sitting on a few ideas that are like, it was like like the million dollar deals or, or, or ideas or something like that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, for um, both of us, that's something I also want to do more. Like, I really, in, in going forward... And this year and beyond, I really want to stop sitting on so many ideas and gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I'm not in the position to make them um, become, if I'm able to activate them this year, that doesn't mean I can't still find a way to start working towards it. I think sometimes we... exactly. I think sometimes we have these ideas, but we feel as though because I can't make it work now that I'm just going to sit on it. When there's ways you can make it work now, like, you know, maybe find a mentor or someone who mm-hmm. is, who specializes in that and, and start, you know, um, a mentor uh, uh, mentorship opportunity with them. And then maybe that particular idea can flourish in the next two years. But, you know, yeah. today, and that's something else I want. I really want a mentor. Mm-hmm. I really want to find me a mentor that is in in like TV, film, and writing, um, just because I definitely have uh, all these ideas that I'm sitting on, all these things I'm working on in writing, but I get so I, I get I get into a place where it's so much clutter. How do mm-hmm. I compartmentalize all these ideas and just focus on one and then finish it then go to the other one or can I work on multiple things at the same time yeah and that's the thing like a lot of times it just comes to just I mean again give yourself grace because and and again for everybody's listening in and stuff like give yourself grace but not an excuse yes 
and know that we have so much life shit that goes on and we know how that can go. I mean, that life shit comes in so many different directions, but I think that will also be another thing that I'm going to apply to my practice now that we are in the new year and you kind of want to make it symbolic, you know, of course, writing down all the goals that you have. And and again, because, yeah, that post was, uh, I think they basically said, you know, uh, you're sitting on million dollar ideas or you have like million dollar ideas in your notes on your phone and stuff right. like that, which I do. And it's about, yeah, getting a mentorship. So I'm going to do the same thing. Like that's something that I want to definitely bring into um, the new year and just a new practice, you know, when it comes to prioritizing the things that matter the most and also the things that will benefit you, but also benefit other folks, you know, so write those things down and just kind of like tackle things one by one, like make some effort in touching on all things um, and throwing a lot of spaghetti noodles at the wall and seeing what sticks you know, so that's something I'm going to take into my, my New Year as well. So, yeah, thanks for even bringing that up, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Kimmy, yeah. this was really good. I mean, we mm-hmm. went from talking about, you know, fuck niggas to booty sins <laughs> to, you know, having, you know, uh, mentorship to fulfilling our passions <laughs> and being vulnerable and superpowers and you know we, we, we did it all on this episode yes we did oh. we did so Kenny do me a favor let my listeners who love you this is I, I think this is our third I think this is, our, this is our third podcast together so let um our listen let my listeners know again how they can follow you all right y'all so thank you for having me um you can follow me on instagram and twitter under nude radio 101 or if you want to follow me personally on instagram by all means go ahead and follow me at kenny heflin on instagram and of course you know nude radio is streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts mm-hmm. make sure to support you know, I mean, I'm sure I've had some of your listeners listen to my show, too, because we've had so many episodes in between both mm-hmm. of our shows. So I'm always grateful to be on yours and show you some love. Thank you. And I love being on yours as well. So we have mm-hmm. to make that happen. Yeah. But I know that you're um, you're about to. So this is a new year. What 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 can we expect from nude radio? Um, going into uh, in the new year, I know you're about to end the season and start a season. Like, what yeah. what can we look forward to Nude Radio this um, in this year? Well, I mean, honestly, you know, my show is centered around my love life and my friends' love lives and things. So, honestly, like, I mean, who knows? Because am I looking to wrap up season three? soon yes i don't really have anything going on within my love life at the current moment so the content's not really there unless some bullshit wants to arise (laughs) but i think you know with the new season we're gonna see about you know doing some visuals you know i've Mm -hmm. been experimenting with tiktok as of as of lately and um because some of my people have said that they want to see face and see more of me behind just like the voice. So I have stepped into TikTok and I what's, your, what's your TikTok? My TikTok is Kenny Heflin one. And yeah, I didn't post a couple videos and I'm almost at a thousand followers within three days on TikTok. I said, Oh, okay. So we gonna give more visuals if anything, but yeah, whenever something happens within my love life, by all means, we'll have more material to work with, but we will be wrapping up season three soon. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Kim, yes, I'm so happy that we're getting visuals going forward. 
Um, Kenny deserves his listeners deserve visuals because Kenny is a very good-looking man. Thank you. Um, and you know, it's the aesthetic. It's the aesthetic. You know, we're going to get the wine. We're going to get the the flowers. We're going to get the chest. You know, you love Kenny loves to show us a good nipple. And you know, and you know, we're occasionally probably going to get some feet. You know, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> now you knew I was gonna throw that up in there. <laughs> I could use a good toe sucking. Period. Anyway, we gonna see. We gonna see, and maybe yeah. you, maybe you'll suck a toe this year. Who knows? I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kitty, for being here. Until next time, bye, dear bears. Thank you. Bye. Bye. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode I have an email address for you to do all of those things the email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com so I'll spell that for you darrow d-a-r-o d-a-r-e s-u darrowdaresyou at gmail.com send me an email 